Welcome, everybody, to Funeral Nation, episode 43. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That is Jeff, the funeral commander, Harbison. Jeff, big show, funny show today. Our guest is pretty entertaining. This is probably the least serious show we've done, but there's still a lesson to be learned. I'm excited for it. And we've added a new segment, which we'll get to in a second. But, Jeff, take it away. What do we got coming up? Um, you know, before we even get started, we need to talk about our fast funding group. Right, our boys from CJ uh, Financial, CNJ Financial, American Funeral Financial, and Funeral Funding Center. Um, don't wait on your money. I've said this. I heard it three times last week. Man to man, eyeball to eyeball. We're not using a funding company, and we're waiting six to eight weeks to get our money. Stop. Come on. Use a fast funding group. Use some sense. Get your money. Get paid. I can almost swear we're in the business for profit. We may hear that a little later on. Anyway, uh, today <laughs> it's going to be my distinct pleasure to uh, introduce our guest as one of the industry superlatives that really uses his head. Okay. <laughs> and uh, our spotlight's coming from Louisiana. The WTF is you need to think big. <laughs> so, Ryan, uh, the buzz this week. Uh, Saw a pretty cool article you had posted on connecting directors. Um, it was written by David Balter of Milestone, yeah. where he used an analogy of the uh, recording record industry um, about the funeral industry and the demise of that side of the business and the rise of how it went well. Uh, what I found fascinating, uh, interestingly, it was all technology based. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up, I was of an era of vinyls. Then we moved to eight tracks. Then we moved to cassettes. Then we moved to CDs. And now, guess what? You don't have to buy music. Nope. Right? Download it. Songs you don't need anymore. Just to get one, you download sure. what you want. You build your own uh, album or playlist in there. And so he did a great job. They should go to connectingdirector.com and read this segment because, once again, doing the same thing the same way, you're going to get the same results. Folks, consumers are changing. you got to change too. That's exactly right, 100%. And uh, more and more technology, the consumer is using it every day, and they want to use that in every decision that they make, uh, buying death care services. And it isn't any different than you know the other things that they research online. So, um, yeah, that was a really good article. It's generated a ton of buzz on Facebook. Through our Facebook page. So if you have not read that, visit connectingdirectors.com and, and check that out. Yeah. Hey, right. know, by the way, this uh, segment is brought to you by Funeral DNA ID. Another thing we use when you cremate a body, all of the DNA is destroyed. Give the family the option whether they want to save their deceased loved one's DNA or not. Anyway, let's roll that promo. You can't predict the future, however, you can protect your business and the families you're serving. Funeral DNA ID kits that collect and preserve DNA during the cremation and burial process. Swap, spot, seal, legacy preserve. For more information, please visit FuneralDNAID.com. Ryan, uh, we're rolling out a new segment today. It's going to call, we're going to call it the More You Know Minute where FNers can send us questions and answer our, from our respective areas of expertise. Uh, so you're going to be the first guy on deck, all right? You're the lead hitter. This question comes from Mark in Wisconsin. You have one minute to answer 
Or right. should I post obits on my Facebook page? Loaded question. Uh, if you're a smaller funeral home and you don't have a lot of content going out, obits are not a bad thing to post. If you're a larger funeral home and you've got three or four or five obits going out a week or multiple a day, uh, obituary app inside of Facebook is the way to go so you don't fill the newsfeed up with unengaging obituaries. So we, we gauge our clients' engagement based off the number of obituaries they're posting and determine whether or not they should have an app versus going through the newsfeed. There are benefits to both. Um, each client, each funeral home is different based on call volume and the current engagement of the page. Was that a minute? Yeah, that's actually excellent advice. So, hey, if you want to know more, what do they need to do, Ryan? They can email us, and we've got an email address, uh, ryan at Disrupt Media, and we can get those questions answered, or you can go through the FuneralNation.tv website, and uh, there'll be a button on there to send in questions through a form. So uh, make sure you send us our que the questions, and we'll answer them. There you go. All right, Jeff. Now it's time for our uh, our guest. This is going to be great. If this is entertaining. Please watch it. But who who is our guest today? Ryan, our guest today typically tells everybody how to use their head in the business. However, he's taking it to a new screen, screen, a new X screen. Okay, um, let's talk to Dan Asard for a few moments. Roll that interview. Dan, welcome back to the Funeral Nation show. Good to have you. Good to be had. <laughs> hey, look, a lot of folks know you out here in the cemetery and funeral world as the founder of the Foresight Companies uh, consulting firm. Be sure with us a little bit about what Foresight does. Jeff, uh, basically we're financial management consultants. We take the normal routine things that a business does and we apply them to the funeral and cemetery world and try to help our clients increase their profitability. Uh, profit, I believe that's a good thing out there, folks. Profit. Profit is a good thing. Well, Dan, so this is the second time you've been on the Funeral Nation show. We had you on episode 30 when we announced that the funeral commander would be joining you as part of the Foresight Companies. Um, tell, tell us why you possibly are regretting that decision. You know, Ryan, uh, I, I love the fact that my next stage of life, I am getting a brand new job and that is a golf ball loser. <laughs> I am going to lose golf balls for a living. Sounds perfect. I very well, <laughs> but I'm also going to be more observant because this golf ball with a little smiley face on it, was lost. It was a tee shot off of this guy's golf club, his driver, and he hit it into the desert. Now, most people, when they hit a ball in the desert, they let that ball go the way of all good flesh. They drop another ball on the green grass, and they play it from there, but... Not this guy. This <laughs> 50 golf ball meant so much to him that he went into the snake-infested desert <laughs> to find it. And you know what? He found it. Unfortunately. And then he decided to try to play the ball out of the boulder, snake-infested, cactus-strewn desert. Anybody can play from the fairway. I mean, what challenge is that? So I'm standing, Dan is in a cart behind me to my left, about 30 yards or so. 
I'm facing a different direction. I'm hitting the ball out of the desert with a five iron. I hit the ball squarely. The ball then made a funny sound because it ricocheted off of a rock slash boulder. And then I heard, ow! <laughs> Behind me, the ball ricocheted off with Dan moving forward in the cart and struck him right here, or actually right there in the head, this ball. Ouch. It wasn't smiling at the time, <laughs> but it's smiling now. Well, the good part about this, too, is it then prompted secession's discussion, right? <laughs> well, discussing the key man life insurance was not yet in force, Ryan, or else the investigators would have had a lot of <laughs> I couldn't have set him up in front of me and hit him with a golf ball. But anyway, moving behind me, come on, ricochet rock. It's still the fairway, right? Yeah. Well, after it hit my head, it actually wound up to be right on the fairway. Yeah, perfect. It wasn't all bad. Well, Dan, you spent a lot of time telling people to use their head in the business of doing business. Um, any advice for when you play golf with Jeff? Yeah, just one piece of advice. My new golf hat. <laughs> Bye, Junior <General> Nation. <laughs> So there you have it. I'm uh, looking forward to playing uh, on your team, Ryan. And uh, the best place to be is perhaps out in front of me, not behind me while we're playing. <laughs> Sounds like it. That's pretty spectacular, man. Well, <laughs> that's good. Stuff. Well, hey, you know, both times that we've had uh, Dan on the show, he's offered some really good pieces of advice. This time is just wear a helmet when playing golf with the commander. That's it, you know? And uh, Pay attention to what you're doing and use your head. And that man is right on point there. Fantastic. <laughs> That's a great story. All right. This interview segment is brought to us by Sitch Caskets. Uh, make sure if you didn't watch episode 42, you go back and watch it where we sit down with the proprietor of Sitch Caskets, Cirrus, and we talk with him about just why they got into the business and how they are completely disrupting the way the caskets are delivered and you buy caskets is pretty fantastic. They're really making a lot of moves. Their social presence is exploding. Let's roll that promo. Funeral Nation is sponsored by Sitch Casket, importers of premium hardwood and fine metal caskets created exclusively for the North American marketplace. Is it a Sitch Casket or one of the top U.S. brands? Only your accountant can tell the difference. Visit Sitch Casket or contact your Sitch distributor. Fantastic. All right, Jeff. Who is the spotlight shining on today? As you know, we like to share positive stories and shine the spotlight on funeral directors and professionals, making a difference in their community and helping us uh, present and present our, uh, share our, our message of what we do uh, in a positive manner. This week, we shine the spotlight on a funeral director in Louisiana, uh, Whitney Smith Rodas of Brandon G. Thompson Funeral Home in Hammond, Louisiana. Uh, Whitney served a family that lost five people in the car accident, a grandmother, a mother, and the grandmother's sister, and two children that were ages four and seven. These occurrences happen, and because of funeral directors like Whitney and her staff at Brandon G. Thompson for coordinating of services, they offer families hope. They offer um, something that, that goes flawlessly and the very worst of their days. So uh, my heart goes out to you, 
the family, and uh, my hat's off for Whitney and the Thompson team. Great job there. Thank you for what y'all are doing. Absolutely, absolutely. Fantastic job. Spotlight segment uh, is brought to us by Homesteaders Life Company. Um, let's roll that promo. Homesteaders Life Company is proud to be the most often used pre-need funding company among the nationally recognized providers according to a recent independent study by McGuire Research. Homesteaders celebrating 110 years of strength, security, and commitment to promoting the value of funeral service. All right, Commander, this is time we move into the WTF segment where we take a lighthearted and humorous look at things that go on in the funeral profession, and it makes you say, what's the funeral? So, uh, Jeff, this is, uh, it's big. We went big today, apparently. Apparently, this is just a big, big one big casket, I guess. Well, um, there's a lot to be said here. Uh, I'm not sure if you even need an outer burial container, because I don't see how this thing's going to come up out of the ground. Maybe. No. no. Not unless there's bucks in there, but uh, <laughs> let me just say that this is a case to uh, maybe back off the whoppers and the Happy Meals. Um, that's incredibly large, the yeah. size of the thing. Um, it's a big deal. A crane or something used. I mean, uh, we we had a situation like this uh, with the vault company, our family's vault company, where we had to use a septic tank, fifteen hundred gallon septic tank, and set it with a septic tank truck. So. It's a big deal, man. Big deal. A little too big. Hey, you know what? Um, tough, tough to see, but it, it's reality. Boats are getting bigger, but uh, this one right here is a whopper. <laughs> All right. If you got a WTF segment idea, you see something, uh, or you've got a crazy story of something that's happened to you in the day-to-day -day business of being a funeral director. Kick it our way. We'll feature it on here in a segment that makes you say, what's a funeral? So, WTF segments brought to us by Disrupt Media and the Disrupt You Show. Roll that promo. At Disrupt Media, we're a social media content agency that focuses on storytelling for funeral companies. We use real stories to build creative strategies that achieve actual business goals. Want to learn more? Visit DisruptMedia.co. Well, Commander, this wraps up episode 43. We're on to uh, 44. What can we expect next week? Well, next week, hopefully, I'll be back into uh, my normal mode with a cigar and a little libation. Today didn't work out quite too good. And, uh, you know, Dan's not all about that here in the office. So, uh, anyway, we're going to have a really good interview. Our spotlight WTF will be back. So, it's always interesting you guys be here. That's it. All right, folks, make sure you're engaging with us on social, like us on Facebook, retweet us on Twitter, and uh, make sure you're sharing. If you, if you find anything of value in here, tag somebody in the comments below. Let's share this thing around, and, and make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube channel so you can be updated when we upload a new episode. Until next time, have a great effort week. Out here.